What is up, everyone? Sahil Bloom here from the Curiosity Chronicle podcast and newsletter, and I'm coming to you with a somewhat special edition. I just got back from hosting a three-day retreat with a group of multimillionaire entrepreneurs and creators in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And what I want to do today is just talk through some of the journal reflections and learnings that I had from the experience. Now, these entrepreneurs ranged from people having a lot of success just starting out to multiple hundred millionaires, people who have sold businesses for 200, 300 million plus dollars and are experiencing the new challenges that come with that wealth. I want to just share straight from my journal, which I've got open in front of me, some of the interesting learnings, some of the interesting takeaways, and hopefully there's something in here that you find beneficial. The first one for me is an important one, which is the value of getting in the room where it happens. There are these rooms that big thinkers are gathering and spending time in around the world, dreaming on the future in these rooms. If you can find your way into those rooms, the value it can create in your life is immense. Now, the challenge, obviously, is that these rooms are not evenly distributed. Not everyone has access to these rooms. So one thing I will commit to all of you today is that I am making it my personal mission and goal in the coming years to create more of these rooms and to open access to these rooms for more people to get in them. How this is going to manifest itself specifically is still a little bit TBD, but my working hypothesis is that I'm planning to host live events in a variety of cities around the world that I'm going to drive the cost down on with my own personal investment to as close to zero as possible, ideally free for people to attend with potential to attend dinners or things that might be paid alongside that. But the idea would be to bring big thinking, ambitious people together with some stage discussion, probably some small group breakouts for more depth, and then some larger group discussions for a little bit more fun and a little bit more breadth. The whole idea, I want to create more of these rooms so that other people can benefit from being in them in the way I feel I have in my own life. If that's something you're interested in, share this, let me know, reach out to me via email or on social media, and I would love to add your city to the list of places we're going to take that. The second one for me that I have in my notes is that vulnerability is a form of strength and really builds strength. I really notice that with these highly successful entrepreneurs, there is a dislocation between what I assume and what the reality is. What I assume is that they have it all figured out, that their life is perfect, that they're happy, that things are great. And the reality is that they have enormous struggles, just like the rest of us. Maybe they're different struggles. Maybe they aren't the traditional money struggles that come before you're able to earn $100,000 or $200,000, but the struggles are just as real nonetheless. Opening up about these struggles is what gives you the freedom to grow in the long run. The third one is connected. Insecurity is a natural human condition. The wealthiest, most traditionally successful entrepreneur that was at this event opened up on the last night that he was deeply concerned that he wasn't going to be able to contribute to the discussions. He was actually nervous about being an imposter at this event. 
It's totally crazy to think about from the outside looking in for an entrepreneur who's made several hundred million dollars to feel like an imposter going to an event. But we all feel that. That insecurity is natural. The feeling that we're going to get exposed as an imposter is natural. There's nothing new there. You are not alone in feeling that. I find that personally highly, highly liberating. The fourth lesson that I wrote down, the dose makes the poison. Now, what that means, too much of something might actually be bad. So too much of something that is good in small quantities may actually become poisonous in larger quantities. Free time was the example that popped up for me around this, where a small amount of free time might be okay. A good amount of free time might be great. But when you go over that, when you tip over, too much free time can become poisonous. Something to think about as you engage in your daily life. The next one, good and bad change happens slowly, then all at once. Now, this is just a function of compounding. Compounding starts very slowly and then happens faster than you can ever imagine. One of the entrepreneurs had a great quote. No one wakes up and says, I'm going to fuck up my life today. Nobody says that. It's the result of tiny daily actions that compounded negatively in their life. The same thing happens in the positive direction. Your small daily habits compound and create value in the long run. The sixth one is perhaps the most important one for me. I want to become a collector of interested people. I have so much energy when I spend time around people who are interested in something, anything. I actually don't care what the thing is that they're interested in. I just get energy from seeing people that are interested in something, whether it's video games, whether it's the future of education, whether it's something silly that I know nothing about. I simply enjoy being around people like that, and I want to collect people like that in my network and in my life. The seventh point, experiments are beautiful and build the best businesses. There's this tendency to think that everything has to become a business, a profit-making machine. Well, in reality, keeping certain things as experiments often is the best path. In reality, some of the best businesses that have ever been built were built because they were allowed to be experiments for a long period of time. Don't rush to turn something into a business. Allow it to exist in that liminal space, in that liminal moment. Allow it to grow there. Connected. Liminal moments are everything. This is where the magic happens. There's a tendency at a retreat like this to have every minute highly structured, to have programming, to have people, to have speakers, etc. The reality is that what I've noticed is that the true magic happens in between any structure or programming. It happens in the tiny conversations and the little walks and the little coffee chats that go on. Allowing the space for those liminal moments and embracing the liminal moments and the magic that occurs during them is truly the special thing. The next one, everyone relates and communicates in a different way. One of the realizations I had was in speaking to an entrepreneur who, as a child, was diagnosed with Asperger's. And he commented on the fact that he relates to people through deep dives, through research that he does. And that's how he actually connects and communicates with people. Now, that is obviously very different than how I feel I might communicate or relate with people, but they are both equally beautiful. In these events and in these rooms, you need to create space and create formats that allow different styles to gel and shine. That is highly, highly important not to be overlooked. 
The next one, big places make you think bigger. When you get into a big, amazing place, whether physically or metaphorically, that bigness forces you to think bigger about your own life. Beautiful places really open up your mind and your view to the potential of your future. Number 11, life is a combination of potential and kinetic energy. Potential is the energy of what could be, and kinetic is the energy of what is. The right people will help you create more potential energy and also help you convert more of your potential energy into kinetic energy. Get around people like that, and your life will expand. And finally, the last one, there are giants in every single field. Your job is to find them and stand on their shoulders to see farther. There are giants in the field of content. There are giants in the field of business. There are giants in all of these fields, and they are all around you. If you can find one giant that has done the thing, that has seen the thing that you want to see, and you can convince them to let you stand on their shoulders, you can completely change your life in a short period of time. Those were my raw notes in my journal from the event that I just hosted in Cabo. I'm going to start doing more of these kind of live journal reflection podcast recordings in the hopes that someone out there finds value in them and that it leads to something of an inflection point in their life, a change in their thinking that allows them to level up. If you enjoyed this, let me know, reply to an email, send me a message on social media, share this post in this podcast with others, and I hope that it will continue to spread. I hope that it will create that value in your life. And I hope you'll let me know. That's all for today. As always, until next time, stay curious, friends.